Do you want to know some ways to better coordinate care for complex patients in your practice? Do you have specific questions about how to use an EMR in your team? Yeah, me too. Welcome to Team Up, a podcast where we talk about team-based primary care in British Columbia. I'm Sarah, a medical anthropologist and team member in the Innovation Support Unit in the Department of Family Practice at the University of British Columbia. And I'm Morgan, a family doctor and also a team member in the Innovation Support Unit. Okay, so this is an EMR and primary care teams, Ask Me Anything. Uh, and I'm happy to say that Sarah's joined me again for this episode. Everybody missed me, right? It's great to be uh, back in the recording booth. It's great to have you co-hosting again. How's uh, season five been going? Oh, I'm so excited about it. So season five, Roll Call, is focused on roles in, in primary care teams. And we've been going out with members of the ISU team, and we've interviewed over 25 different folks in different roles across teams. And we're really weaving together some great stories to do a little bit of a deep dive into how this is all working. And season five is coming up pretty soon. But before then, you've got some questions for me about EMRs uh, that the audience also has. I do. Like, I, I'm at the, what does EMR stand for kind of level? Electronic Perfect. medical record, yep. right? Yep. Um, so in this episode, I'm going to put you in the hot seat, Morgan, and I have some questions. Perfect. Let's go. No promises on how many I'll get through. Uh, but if this structure works, let us know and, and we'll do it again. And I'll do my best to answer the questions. And if you're listening and you have questions, you could send them in mm -hmm. and then I could ask them and pretend they're mine. So first question, when care planning? Should teams meet together or just add to an EMR note? Okay, so that's a, that's a great question. And the answer is yes, or, or both and, or it depends if you want to be academic. So it, it really depends on the team and the patient. Let me go, go into really answer the question. I think that kind of like meeting together and doing a case conference is great for complex patients where you need to get on the same page together and then document it. So that real-time synchronous conversation is really important. Not doing that and just putting stuff in an EMR, I think for a larger team or a distributed part-time team, that sometimes is, is necessary because you can't get everybody together. It's also good when you're updating a care plan. So you don't need to pull everybody together for a, a minor update to a care plan, but something maybe has happened and you want to make sure that's documented. Add it to the chart in the care plan section of your EMR if, you, if you're lucky enough to have that. And I think the, so the last thing I'm going to add here is there's a sort of a third step, which would be not just adding a note, but flagging it for the people who need to know. So messaging people so they can coordinate so we're all on the same page. Great. So the first answer is both. <laughs> so second question, what if our team members have to use different EMRs? Should we fax and scan things? Okay, no. Gosh, no. Like, it's 2023, and we, we shouldn't be planning to fax. I know it's easy, and it's right there, but it's not a great, great option. I think better way to do this is to change our policy rather than trying to work around it, uh, especially if we're doing a strategy that is around team-based primary care. So, Sarah, I think that, you know, if people do have to use different EMRs, for any given patient, decide where the where the primary record is and, and try to get everybody to use that. And then if you have to double enter or upload, then do it in the other one. And ideally, it's actually just a little bit of double data entry as opposed to a fax and scan. I mean, you want to minimize your double data entry too. Over-documenting is, is that quick road to burnout, and we, we hear it all over the place. So 
I'm not saying write your full note twice, but if all you're doing is faxing and scanning in documents, people aren't going to see them. They won't know to look for them in the chart because they're probably in a different spot. Putting a little brief note into the secondary chart, but ideally you've, you've said, let's change our policy and let's write together in one. Even if it means I have to learn two different EMRs because I connected to two different teams, you know, that's better, I think, for patient care than the fax and scan. So I, this one's, and maybe I'm averaging yes once because the last mm -hmm. one was both. This one is, is a hard no for me. Don't fax and scan if you can help it. So third question, what templates should our team use? This one is hard too because it depends on your patients. What I think is if you are not using a lot of templates, if you don't know what a template is, maybe your EMR has something with a different name to it, a form or an e-form or something like that. These are structured or semi-structured pages that you can use for certain topics. If you're not used to using them, don't get super keen and try to use them for everything all at once. You're going to burn yourself out of like, which ones do we pick? Or are we using the right ones together? Am I using this one for diabetes? You're using that one for diabetes. So just pick a few. And I think that it depends on the population of patients. I probably wouldn't pick diabetes as the first one to recommend in our practice, but a mental health or um, you know an opioid therapy or HIV, hep C, those might be ones we would jump on earlier. Care plans, which we just talked about, I think that's another one that is a good common one that people could look at. You don't use them all the time, but they give you enough structure. The other area to think about is where are you going to be sharing care across a team? Are you going to be sharing care for the sore throat? Probably not, because it's just, a, you know, it's most often a single visit. But you're probably going to be sharing care for diabetes or congestive heart failure. Or maybe you've got a social worker in the team, and so you're going to be thinking about mental health and behavioral health. If it's a nurse that's going to do wound care, or OAT, as I mentioned, the opioid agonist therapy. So pick one of those areas that you're going to do shared care, because the templates then are really helpful, because that provides a shared structure, a common management that is really a way to start building that that continuity of management across the team. And then just to think about it uh, in a different way, what makes you work faster and better as a team? You know, when I was younger, I used to only think about how do I work better, improve my quality? But I think we can all take back a bit of time, and we've talked about this before. So areas where you might get faster, so pick templates that'll speed things up. Sometimes that's like standardized notes to hand to the patient or simple update note templates for messaging or case conferencing or things like that, and then ways of sharing information with patients. So there's a whole bunch of ways that you could streamline your work through templates, and that's the other way to think about it. So there's the shared care avenue, and then there's the uh, making things faster. Hopefully that makes sense. Right, yeah, it does. So what about the question of, you know, how can I work better with a certain role when we think about using the electronic medical record? Well, I think your whole season five is going to talk about different roles and how to work better together. But focusing just on the EMR part, EMR is a tool that helps people work together once they know how they want to work together. That's the first step. And then after that, is there a template that you could use as part of that work would be a reasonable next step. So if you're thinking about this is how we want to approach congestive heart failure care together, make sure that the process in the EMR matches. So it could be that there's how you divide up the work and then have it documented in a way that's divided up the same way. Pharmacists and med reviews is a good example too. Have, make sure that there's that feature in your EMR for pharmacists to use or a common place to document it. 
for mental health workers and social workers. Maybe it's splitting things out for assessing depression and anxiety, embedding different templates and tools into one section that they're going to use, and then being able to access that as a primary care provider. But there's that consistent sharing of care and, and the roles and responsibilities for general chronic disease management, splitting up the development of the plan and the follow-up visits. That's another easy way to go. But there's definitely more more conversation about working with different roles in the next season. Right. So next question. If our EMR is a chart um, and we use it for documenting and reviewing, how can it help with teamwork? So Sarah, this is more a question about the chart as a place just to write notes as opposed to part of the team. Is that kind of the... Yeah, yeah. So first, I think it's common ground. I think everybody having access to the same information about patients is a way that naturally builds up team. And if you think about it on the flip side, if you fragment that access, then you're fragmenting the team. That pharmacist at the community uh, pharmacy doesn't have access to the EMR. They don't know the same stuff that you know. The nurse in home care doesn't know the same stuff that you know. So therefore, it's harder to work together. EMRs have things like communication, messaging, coordination for tasks, and things like that. So there's all of those parts that I think are also ways of of building the, the better workflow across the team. That includes the proactive care planning as well at, at a population level. It's not the only thing, though. I think, you know, messaging and things like that are important, but it's not the only way to build, build up a team, of course. Right, but one aspect yeah. that you can kind of leverage. So... What are some strategies for using EMRs to facilitate shared decision-making with patients and involve them more actively in their care plans? I like this question. So EMR side, you've got to have some time to be able to work with your patients. And that's where I think that the team has a different capacity to engage patients in it and, and different ways of engaging. So there's that part of it. If you haven't been sharing your screen with patients, you should do that. That's a huge change. Just just turning the monitor in an inpatient encounter, showing graphs, printing those graphs if, if you can do it in person, or sharing screen and showing graphs of where things are going, which ways is blood pressure going, which ways your diabetes going, what happened when this med got started. Talking through some of those those things is one way to actively engage patients. If you write your notes with the intention of sharing them, not only does it change how you write, but then you also get to share them. And that is is a really uh, valuable way for patients to see uh, how much they're engaged. And if you print out a graph or you print out anything, I say scribble on it. Uh, highlight something, um, uh, circle something that's important for the patient and share it. That personal touch, that goes a long way to having a patient feel connected with their plan. Yeah, I still remember the first time that my primary care provider kind of automated their office and, and did that share screen thing with me and I saw my record for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really impressive. And, and I don't want to say that it made me believe them more, but I think it totally did. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you can see. That. I see now. I remember 20 years ago or something going to a place where somebody was using an electronic record and they had this big screen in front of them and literally the patient could only see the eyes of the provider. So it was a, it was a physical barrier to connecting with the patient. And the actual best way to do it is to have it as a triangle where the EMR is a partner and then you can both be looking at the screen. So how can primary care teams use EMRs to enhance care coordination with external healthcare providers like specialists, hospitals, and community services? 
So this would be somebody who's not necessarily, like who's not on your team, right? They're, they're right. part of the patient's circle of care, but not on your team. And they're never going to get access to the record. I think, you know, sharing, sharing some keynotes as you go as a primary care provider. What I found helpful when I start charting, I actually start with the idea that that note is going to get shared. So that's going to go to the psychiatrist. And I'll let my patient know, you know, if that's what we're talking about. But that way, as I start to write, I add just enough context. And that then really helps the other person, as opposed to then having to sit down afterwards, dear doctor, just as a let you know, I saw this, and I have to write a whole separate note for them. Or I scribble something that's not legible. This is kind of a two birds with one stone kind of approach. And I think that works well for home care, that works well for specialists and other community services. And it doesn't take that much extra time. And then you can just send off, I was going to say fax, you could fax off um, <laughs> that one page note. And then the other thing that I'm going to kind of cheat on this question is if you have close clinical collaborators who aren't part of the team, the thing that I think is so valuable if you've got the space is to do in-reach. Get them to come into your clinic and work with you. Even mm -hmm. if it's like a half day every month or every once in a while, and then get them to use your EMR, and that way they can soak in some of the notes about the patient uh, that they're going to see that day with you. And if they're open to that, that's a really great way of also building that relationship. So kind of a cheaty answer to your question. Okay, so you've convinced me the EMR isn't just an electronic thing no. <laughs> that you can use to keep records. It really can sort of support the teamwork side of things. I think so, yeah. But well, that's that's all the questions that I've got, but you've changed my mind. Okay, well, that wasn't so bad. Only six hours of um, me <laughs> rambling on. I mean, that's not all you've got, though, because you're a season producer for season five. It's coming up pretty soon. Well, and I already said how cool it is going to be, yeah. but it really is. I'm very excited about, uh, about this season. And, and, you know, the best thing is, is we finally have had the opportunity to go out and speak with all the different people who we've been wanting to talk to for so long, right? So, so many good stories to draw in. I'm looking forward to it. We've been prepping some of the episodes. I think that this episode's going to wrap up our mini season four on technology for teams. And uh, we're going to start off uh, season five uh, in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, this was fun. I liked the Morgan in the hot seat kind of model. So if you do have more questions, please email us. This is, this is great. So our email address again is isu at familymed.ubc.ca.